0: to the City Church online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. Praise the Lord. This is my church. Our series, This is My Church. And we began the series... By looking at the church mandate, and the church mandate is discipleship. And so we said, everyone who has heard that word, the action you must take from that word is to join a missional community. And I was very happy because a lot of wise people signed up for a missional community. Now, you still have an opportunity to be wise. Joining a missional community. Missional communities meet every Thursday at 5.30. We eat, we dance, we play, we pray, and we get the word together. Hallelujah. And so this is how you will know if you are wise or you are likened. Praise the Lord. Now, then last week, we looked at the serving mandate. Everyone must serve. Praise the Lord. And we we saw an example of two cousins. The cousin sister and the cousin brother. I am very happy because a lot of you, if I think actually all of you, because when church ended, I saw everyone was not going home. Everyone was sitting in a circle. You had signed up for a ministry. I was so happy. In fact, this whole week there have been ministry trainings going on. I think you have even seen the worship team has been bigger today because people are doing things. Care ministry, we had a big training here. A service production also had first impressions today. You see, they are more than they were last week, and there is a second service coming. Praise the Lord. It is exciting. We, we said, write down names of people you are going to invite, and I think this is why a first service is kind of almost full, praise the Lord. But that was last service. Today, we get to talk about another aspect of this is my church. So we have looked at a scripture in Mark, we have looked at another one in Matthew, I think it is appropriate that we look at a scripture in Luke. Luke chapter 14. I'm going to give you the title of today's sermon, and then I will explain it. Today's sermon is called, Compel Them to Come In. Now, it happened, as he went into the house of the rulers of the Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath, that they watched him closely. It is Jesus. And behold, there was a certain man before him who who had dropsy, and Jesus, answering, spoke to the lawyers and the Pharisees, saying, "Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath?" Now this is about uh, uh, Jesus going to Jerusalem, and a Pharisee, a Pharisee, invites him to his house. But he invites him and the other Pharisees, and so the other Pharisees are watching him because today is Sabbath, and on Sabbath you don't work. And then he sees a man who suffers from. Uh, uh, drops it, praise the lord but he looks at the man and his suffering and then he asks them you guys you are watching me here is it lawful to heal on sabbath and they all kept quiet then he took him and healed him and let him go at that point and then he answered them saying which of you having a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a pit, will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day. They couldn't answer him regarding these things. Now, remember, they have invited him for food, and now he's doing things they don't agree with. Anyway, when they all keep quiet, he tells them another parable. (laughs) And he tells them a parable because those who were invited, when he noted, that the people who had been invited to the dinner, they chose the best places. So when they came for dinner, I think there was a lot of people, the people who were invited, everyone chose the best place, the best place. And Jesus was also invited. And then he looked at them, he said to them, look, when you are invited by someone to a wedding feast, don't sit down in the best place. And just... He just makes logical sense. Lest one more honorable than you be invited by him and when he who invited you and him come and said to you, give place to this man and then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. (laughs) He said, when you go to a place, don't. Just sit somewhere. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, he's talking to people who have been invited to dinner. I remember, should I tell you a story? Okay, so the last time I went to Rwanda, this last year, I went with Pastor Fred to to a conference, a big conference. Now, because I had gone with Pastor Fred, Pastor Fred is also a big man there. We went together. Then a big man also came and welcomed us. I was very happy. He welcomed us and he told us, you stand here, I'm going to come for you. In the back, the very last row, said, you stand here, I'm going to come for you. So we stood there. When we stood in the back, He came back. He went in the front, got a nice seat for Pastor Fred, and he came, and he took him, and he left me standing there in the back, and I stood waiting. I waited, and then the scripture came back to my mind. (laughs) I wasn't taken to the front. The whole conference, I sat in the back. It reminded me of... (laughs) He didn't come back. That is that story. But it says, for whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Then in verses 12, he says, then he said to him who had invited. Now, Jesus is like, he's just disorganizing everybody. First, he heals when he shouldn't be healing. And then he looks at people's seats and then has an opinion. Then he looks at the person who invited and tells him, thank you for inviting me. But when you give a dinner, Or a supper. Do not ask your friends, your brothers, your your relatives, or the rich neighbors. You don't ask them to come. Uh -uh. It says, lest they also invite you back and you are repaid. But when you give a, a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you shall be repaid at the resurrection Of the just. Now, it is dinner time. It is supper time. Now, when one of those who sat at the table with him had these sayings, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. And uh, this is where we want to start our sermon from. Because this guy looks at Jesus and thinks, wow, there must be a blessing for someone who will eat bread in the kingdom. With All these things. Now, what this guy did not understand is that Jesus Christ is the bread of the kingdom. He said, I am bread indeed. Your fathers ate of the manna in the wilderness, but I have come from the father and i am bread indeed however i am the bread of the kingdom so this man is saying blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of god and the moment he says that then jesus said another parable to him and this parable that jesus is saying to the man has a lot to do with the kingdom of God and the church. Then Jesus said to that guy, he said, a certain man gave a great supper and invited many. Why would you invite many? You you want many people to come. So I want you to know, God does not want churches that just have few people. God wants the church To have many people. Now, let me tell you. One time, we made a party at Silver Springs. We were a small church in Chirombe, And we decided, let's invite people to raise some money to build a toilet for the church. Praise the Lord. And so, we made a list of 200 people. We sent out invitations to 200 people. People. And then we followed them up with phone calls and told them, invited, will you come? 150 something people confirmed to us. They said, we are coming. We are coming. We are coming. Even on the day of that party, we called again. And everyone we were calling was like, I am on my way. I know. I received the invitation. I am coming so we went to silver springs we used all the money we had in the church and we we booked food for 150 people prepared the hall we invited brian lubega to sing and patrick chitego to put on the saxophone it was a big deal there was even another lady who sang and we invited all of them they all came The the music was ready. The food was ready. And we waited for the people to come. They were supposed to arrive at 5. We waited at 5. No one had showed up except the service providers and the singers, the special artists. We waited at 6. At 6, Pastor Peter came. And Pastor Sam Mukabi came. And Pastor Moses Mukisa and his wife came. So we waited, we waited, we waited. Seven, no one had showed up except those four men. So we were there. Then Pastor Sam Mukabi called me. I said, Alex, I think we need to start. I said, but there's no people. He said, my son, let me tell you a secret. Those people are not going to come. I said, but we invited them. They even confirmed, even today, we were calling and everyone was saying, I am on the way. You know, there was one other person who came and was one of the members of the church. So, out of 150 people that had confirmed to us, only five people showed up. Only. Only. And we had food for 150 people. Back in 2012, praise the Lord. So every time I remember this story, I see this story, I remember my story. I invited many people, but they didn't come. And people don't come because they have excuses. I don't know if you have ever invited someone to church. But when you invite people to church, they have excuses excuses and yet even those excuses some of those excuses are valid but yet when God looks at them they are still excuses for example you look and he invited many and he sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited come for all things are now ready Not just a servant, his servant. His servant. Now, I want you to know in this story, God is the master. He is the one organizing. God does not go out to invite people. It is his servants that he must send out, that he sends out to go and invite. Now, it is you that God will send out. Do you see that the master in this story did not send out special people? He did not hire an inviting company. What do they call those companies that invite people to parties? A promotions company. Yeah? No, 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 no. He did not hire an advertising company. He sent out his servants. And he said, go and tell them that... All things are now ready. Just like when we are preaching the gospel, you have to understand God has already done so much to forgive people of their sins and give them eternal life free of charge as a gift because of the death of Jesus Christ at the cross. So all men need to come to Jesus to receive life. But God sends you and me, we are his servants. Now, some people say, ah, me, I'm not God's servant because I'm not a pastor. I am telling you, you are his servants. Maybe one day you will also become a pastor. But you first become his servant before you become a pastor. So he sends them out. And the Bible says, but they all with one accord began to make excuses. They all began to make excuses. The first one said, I have just bought a piece of land and uh, I must go and see it. Please, excuse me. On Sunday is the only time I have to go to my village and check out on my land. I just bought it. How did you even buy it without checking it? Do you see? But there is another one who has... And probably a more closer excuse. The second one, the Bible says, also said, uh, you know, I have bought five yolks of oxen and I am going to test them at supper. This is supper. This is supper. You people, this is dinner time. What time do you have dinner? Eh? Six, seven, eight, nine. He is going out in the field to test his five oxen. Praise the Lord. These are excuses. And I'm telling you, when we begin to invite people into the house of God, the people will have excuses. Now, now there's another one who has another excuse. You look at this third excuse. For it, I looked at it. And I thought, verses 20, still another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. I have married, uh, was today your wedding day? It kind of sounds like, a valid, sorry, I am in honeymoon. But if you are in honeymoon, would this, it be good to bring your honey to a dinner? No, I have Just, and are you people who go for honeymoon and don't pray on Sunday? And Jesus is saying, this was a what? An excuse. So, verses 21, the Bible says, the servant came and reported all these things to the master. Then, the master of the house, look at this, the master of the house, being angry, being angry. In other words, any excuse That you give for not attending church. Makes God angry. I found it there. I'm reading to you the scriptures. I am telling you people. Stop making excuses. For not coming to church. It makes God. The master angry. He has prepared something for you. Do you know what it takes. To get a sermon ready. And download it from heaven. And prepare it for empty chairs. This is. My church. He said to the servant, he's angry, he said to the servant, go quickly, I don't want to even see you now. Go quickly into the streets, into the lands of the city and bring in here the poor, the maimed, the the lame, and the blind. Who is he saying to? What is God saying to us? He is saying, the moment other people begin to give excuses, you turn to others. You go quickly, go out into the streets, go out into the lands, go out, find the lame, the blind, anybody, just find anybody, bring them. And so the Bible says, verses 22, so the servant said to the master, it is done as you commanded and still there is room. We have invited everyone we could invite we have, and still there is room. And so the Bible says, verses 20. Then the master said to the servant, hallelujah, He said, go out into the highways and the edgeways. Compel them to come in that they may be, that my house may be full. He says, go out, go and compel do you know what the word compel means it means do whatever it takes do whatever you can go and compel them if it means tying a rope around them Buy a rope around them. If it means paying for their boda boda ride, pay for their boda boda ride. If it means waking them up at six, wake them up at six. If it means putting them on a bus from ntungamo, put them on a bus from ntungamo. But compel them to come in. Why? That my house may be full. So in other words, when God looks and there is a space next to you, he's not happy. He said it angrily. This is my... And he says, compel them to come in. This is my message to you today. And it's funny because when I was planning this series of sermons, I didn't even know that this sermon will fall on a Sunday when we have just made more room to do two services God knew because now you you have attended this service there are others who must attend the second service which means we must fill every chair we must fill every space that there may be no room in the house and that the house may be filled but does the house get filled it gets filled by you and me going out and compelling men to come in compelling people to come in go and compel men to come in compel them to come in i didn't even use my words there it is jesus saying his house must be filled now We can go further in the story, but allow me to stop there and give you some very practical things that I believe we can do to compel others to come in. The master said to the servant, go into the highways and the edgeways. Compel them to come in that my house may be filled. So, now, look at... Just look around you right now. As you look around and you see the spaces that are around us, what do you think it would take for those spaces to be filled? How about if you invited and caused one person to come in church this match, this month? What do you think would happen? Would we have room? I think this house would be filled. From this word that we have heard, here is what I want us to do. And this is what our plan is. Our plan is that every one of us at the city church, and everyone does not even mean husband and wife. It means husband by yourself, wife by yourself. Every one of us. This week, this week, every Saturday, we go out for one hour. Every Saturday, we go out for one hour in your neighborhood, around you, your family, and invite one person. Now, the the reason you are going out for one hour is because a lot of people have a lot of excuses. And your goal is to find only one that will agree and allow. That will say, you know what? Me, I'm going to come with you. We get one person that weekend, tomorrow, this week, one person. And you make sure, number one, that person comes with you on Sunday to church. The service you attend, that person comes with you. Now, also, on Thursday, you make sure you go for them. You go for them. Compel them to come. Don't wait for them. Just don't give them a a phone call. You go for them. And on Thursday, you say, you know, we are going for missional community. One person. The same person for Sunday, The same person for mission or community. You do it this week, that same person. You do it next week, that same person. You do it the other week, that same person. You are making sure that person for this whole month comes, attends, and plugs into church. Praise the Lord. And by the way, when you come with someone, when you've invited and brought someone, allow us to also welcome them together. So when you have invited someone, allow them to also come at the care ministry lounge. Praise the Lord. So because, re- listen, we are compelling them to come. So this month, you have an assignment for one person. The whole month. But it is to make sure that that whole month, that person comes to church They come for MC. Make sure every excuse they give you, you overcome. Hallelujah. So that our master's house is filled. The other thing is, this week, pray about, look for one person that is going to be your assignment for the whole month. Be a wise man and say, I am going to cause this person to come. Father, we thank you for the power that is in your word. We know that when we mind your business, then you will also mind our business. Everybody that is sick in body or knows someone who is sick in body, I want you to touch where you are sick. I just, I don't know, I just felt the healing anointing of God just coming in and uh, touch wherever you are sick. We command and rebuke sickness to get out of the house. Right now, every sickness, we rebuke you in Jesus' name. Heart disease, go in the name of Jesus. Breathing problems, go in the name of Jesus. Uh, Pain in the legs, pain in the knees, pain in the back, we command you to go in Jesus' name. Uh, Sickness of the blood, we command you to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, we pray. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.